This podcast contains language and concepts which may not be suitable for young listeners. The following audio record forms part of the department's ongoing investigation into the actions of Eugene Kirkley, a.k.a. Gideon Vermello, and his operations in the town of Alara. Testimonies recorded here are confidential and have not yet been officially corroborated by secondary or tertiary sources. Maybe not the most pleasant driving soundtrack. Perhaps we should just enjoy the sounds of the road. Well, my friends, and I feel like I can call you my friends, my family even, I want to start by thanking all of you for the flood, the deluge of support over the last couple of days. Of course, along with the flood of love, there was a tiny trickle of unkind sentiment. But I'm going to choose to ignore those people who continue to spread venom and focus on the good folks who are helping to find my sister. I know a lot of you were surprised. Hang on. Morning, Marianne. How's the life? The life's good, River. The life's good. Where are you headed? I'm just rolling on down to Amos's for a chat. Then I'm going to head to the shops to pick up some supplies. You need anything? Nah, I'm complete, but thank you for asking. You coming to meditation this evening? Does the Pope like weird hats? See you there, River. Stay out of trouble, yeah? (laughs) Marianne's great. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. So there's been a lot of people sending me messages, but no one who claims to have actually seen Harmony. Well, no one I believe, anyway. I know a lot of you were surprised about the pregnancy, and so was I. Everyone's been asking me who the father is, of course. The truth is, I don't know. There are a few possibilities because, uh, Harmony is a loving person and she shared that love with a lot of people. But today, I want to have a chat with her, well, she didn't like the word boyfriend, but the person whom she loved the most, uh, the most frequently. His name's Amos. He lives just a couple of blocks from here and, hang on a sec. Sorry about that. Just a little pedestrian traffic. So, Amos lives in this great little block of huts we like to call Smurf Town, because they're all painted red. I mean, I know Smurfs are blue, but... You know, it's an inside joke. Amos? Hey, Amos. Oh, hold up. I'm coming. Hey, man. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Great to see you. Come on in. The place is kind of a mess. I've been pulling pretty long hours at the restaurant, so... What the hell is this thing? (laughs) It's a a fancy waffle maker. Take my advice. Save your money and just go for a middle of the range. There's honestly not much difference. Have a seat. You want a coffee? Sure. River... Hey, do you mind if we clear the air here for a moment? Sure. You recording this? Yes. Okay, well, first of all, you've got to tell people when you're recording them. I'm pretty sure that's the law, and I'm very sure it's common courtesy. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry, just don't do it again. I'm not sure what you're doing with this website and recordings is going to work. 
but of course I want to try and do whatever I can to help find harm. But I'd prefer to have the first part of the chat just between us. I really think it would be helpful for everyone out there. Everyone out there wasn't Harmony's boyfriend, okay? I was. I know they loved her in the, you know, cosmic sense, but I loved her. No, I love her. Me. So I'm happy to say a couple of things for you to put on the website, but only if you delete everything we've just said and stop recording for a few minutes. But I can't give... Look, man, if you'd rather not do this, then... No, okay. It's fine. I'll turn it off. Right. All right. It's just you and me. River, I know you're not fond of me. No, that's not... Come on, man. Let's not fuck around here. It's fine. I get it. I'm not the best guy on earth. Hell, I'm not even the best guy in this room. And you're protective of Harmony. I I respect that. But I want you to know you should have come to me first before broadcasting that shit about her being pregnant. Do you understand me? But we don't even know if it's yours. No. No, no, we don't. But maybe it would be nice to fucking assume that it was her actual boyfriend that got her pregnant rather than all those shitbags she shared a bed with on tour, don't you think? You don't own her. You're goddamn right I don't own her. Neither do you and neither do all those freaks who spend their time posting messages on your little fucking website. They're helping. The police have been useless. Yeah, well, I agree with you there. The police around here. It's like the fucking Bielke Peterson police state era never ended. Bunch of fucking dogs, especially Lewis. Maybe we shouldn't talk about him. Well, you're going to interview him too? No. Are you lying to me? I wouldn't lie to you, Amos. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm sorry about the yelling. The pregnancy, it's... I mean, it's huge. Oh, I might be a dad. It's a lot to deal with. Yeah, and I might not be the dad. I'm not sure if that's better or worse. Either way, I, I want to help find her. I'm not sure what you're doing is actually going to help, but I guess we might as well try, right? Right. All right, then. So, I suppose you can turn the mic back on. Look, if you're not comfortable, we don't... No, no, it's fine, mate. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, well, only if you're sure. Where do you want to start? <clears throat> I think we should talk about the night she went missing. Sure, but maybe start a couple of weeks before that, just to give us some background. All right. Well, when she came back from the tour, she was just a whirlwind, just manic. Some days she wouldn't get out of bed. Others she'd stay up all night dancing and drinking with or without me. She'd stay at mine maybe two or three nights a week. The rest she'd stay at her place or with her friends or not sleep at all. Like she was taking a lot of drugs, just mixing them in all the worst ways, uppers, downers, heroin, LSD. No one can take that kind of input, not even someone like Harm. So she was flipping between wired and tired all the time, grumpy one minute, ecstatic the next. Then she'd walk into a room and forget why she was there. Then, uh, about a week before she left, she had another one of her uh, spells. She what? Well, she said you two called them her fugue compositions. She was so embarrassed about that video of the last one that she made me promise not to tell anyone. Not even you. What happened? Did she wander off? Yeah, well, I, I found her by the creek out the back there. It was the middle of the night and she was singing, wow, screeching at the top of her lungs, this 
weird warbling song that just wouldn't end. I stood there just watching and listening for maybe 10 minutes. Her voice was piercing in the late night quiet. I, I was worried about waking her, if that's the right term. They say it's dangerous to wake a sleepwalker. That's not true. Huh? There's nothing unsafe about waking a sleepwalker. It's a myth. Okay, well, whatever. I didn't know that. So I stood there watching for a while. And finally I went over and put my arms around her. Partly because I wanted to comfort her and partly because, you know... You wanted to restrain her? She, she always wears so much crazy jewellery. I was worried she'd start flailing around and take out one of my eyes with some crazy fucking little ring. Sorry, I was, sorry, can I swear? You can say whatever you want. Right. Okay, well... Well, I felt bad doing it after what had happened with that video, but I decided to record her. I wasn't going to show it to anyone except maybe her doctor, just to keep a record of what was going on, you know? Can I see it? Don't want to put it on the internet. Not after what happened. She was humiliated. What if we watch it together and sort of describe what's happening? I can always edit it out later. I don't know, man. It might be important. It might even be the thing that brings her back. All right, all right, fine. But as long as you promise me you'll edit it out later if I change my mind. I promise. Okay, just got to find where I stored it. Okay, here we go. It's pretty hard to make out. There, there wasn't much moonlight. Hey, Palm. You okay? What were you whispering? I can't see here. The camera's pointed at the ground. Yeah, yeah, I've got my arms around her and my phone in my hand. I, th I think I was just whispering, calm down, it's me, relax, or something like that. And, and you can see here. Okay, look, so I pull back and... Wow. Exactly. It's like she's hypnotised. Fuck, I've got to tell you that song. Pretty creepy. Tom, why don't you come back inside? I, I, I just, I... J just come back inside, Harm. It, it's late. I'm so sleepy. It's cold out here. Look, it's like she's waking up. Yeah, that's what I've always said. It's always that same glazed-over expression and then this weird process of waking up to the world around her. Harmony... What happened? Let's just talk about it in the morning. Can you put that camera away? I can't believe you'd film me after that fucking video went viral. I'm sorry. I, I thought it might be important in case you forgot what happened. Well, I don't want to talk about it right now. Let's just go to sleep. Turn it off. What happened in the morning? She couldn't remember it. When I asked her to try, she just shut me down and stormed off. I think she was embarrassed about the video still. God, if I ever find that fucker that posted, I swear I'm going <clears> to... <throat> ah. Well, I will have some, yeah, stern words with them. Whatever. Has she tried to contact you? You'd know I'd tell you if she had. Would you? Yes. Come on, man. You can trust me on that at least. Sorry, I, I gotta take this. I've been chasing this supply for weeks.
Hello? Yeah, uh, give me 20 kgs to start and we'll see where we go from there. Don't know, what do you, what do you suggest? Yeah? All right, I guess that sounds good. Hey, River, what are you doing over there? Just looking at this beer coaster. I didn't know you'd been to Jamaica. I haven't. My brother got it for me as a souvenir. Can you leave my shit alone over there? Oh, yeah, sorry about that. So, yeah, I, I need you to get it for me by Friday at the latest. No, I'm not fucking paying the expedited delivery because it's your goddamn job to get me shit on time. And if you can't, I can always give McKellen's a ring. Yeah, we've been working together for years, but I'm more than happy to burn that bridge if you're going to start dicking me around, mate. <laughs> all right, all right, no. Now, look, don't take it personal. It's just business, all right? All right. We're complete. Talk soon. Later. Sorry about that. You just edit all this out, right? Yeah, of course. Cool. So where were we? We were working up to the night when she went missing. Right. So after that little spell, she was actually pretty calm and quiet for a few nights. We stayed in, read, cooked and watched TV. We never really shared much downtime. We both work weird hours. She's away on tour so much that most of our time together was going out, hanging in crowds of people. It was nice spending quiet time together. It felt stable, permanent. Harmony hadn't ever been one to be tied down. Neither had I for that matter. But we started throwing around the idea of being exclusive, which was a big deal for both of us. The day she went missing, she left early. I woke up to find her getting dressed. She smiled at me and she said she was going for a walk. I waited an hour or two. Sometimes her walks can be more like vision quests in that she'd be gone for fucking hours. Uh, I wasn't worried, but by sunset, I was freaking out. What time did you report her missing? We've gone over this. Yeah, I know, but it's for them. A lot of crimes get solved by the wider populace now. Like, there was this case in New York a couple of years back where the police released footage of a woman being attacked in a subway station and viewers identified him the next day. He was charged with robbery and assault. Meanwhile, there are seven police officers in a 50-kilometre radius, but there are thousands and thousands of people across the nation who are going to listen to this. So yes, I think it might work. Please tell us everything. Don't leave anything out. I reported her missing at 7pm. I remember it was 7 because we were supposed to be heading over to Micah's for dinner at that time, and instead I was freaking the fuck out calling the cops, hoping that dickhead wouldn't answer the phone. You're going to need to clarify them for them. Oh, great mercy, this is weird. Okay, well... It's no secret that a certain officer and I don't get along too well. I won't name names, but like you said, there's only seven damn cops in the area, and the one I'm referring to starts with Lou and ends with Is. And now I'm sure as hell not going into the origins and particulars of our disagreements. Anyway, I dialed the police office at 7pm, and one of the others picks up. Some guy called Kneebone which I remember because it's a fucking ridiculous name. I tell him that my girlfriend's gone missing, and then he asks me for her name, age, address, description. Her name's barely out of my mouth when I hear this snigger that makes me want to reach through the fucking phone and wring his goddamn throat. I said, something funny, officer? He says, sorry, it's just, well, harmonies, something of a, let's say, free spirit. Although some might use a less flattering term, uh, 
Some others might deserve to have their faces rearranged. Oh, settle down, sir, he says in that fucking weaselly little voice. I told him, I don't think it's unreasonable for an officer of the law to speak about their citizens with a basic degree of respect. All right, all right, no need to get all PC. Let's get on with it. So I give him Harmony's details. I basically hear him smirking the whole fucking time. Clearly he's not taking this seriously, and I honestly hope someone senior in the police force hears this and takes his badge and shoves it down his throat for the way he talked about her. Can we try and stick to the facts? I am sticking to the facts. The fact is, those police officers are a bunch of cunts. Tables. Pack of constables. Uh, after I spoke to the police, I called you again to see if she turned up. And, of course, she hadn't. When she still hadn't come home two days later, I called again. And this time, they took me a little more seriously. I know you and a few other people had already called them by then, so it had moved up the priority rank a little bit from their busy schedule of taking bribes from drug dealers. When I spoke to... What the fuck? What the hell is that? It's just a brick. Didn't catch the number plate. Fucking cowards. You made someone angry recently? No more than usual. Hang on. There's something written on this. What's it say? Uh, murderer. Spelt with an A and four R's. So I guess we're not exactly dealing with an evil genius here. What the hell are you doing? Taking a photo. I'll upload it to the website. River, this is my personal life, not a fucking reality show that you're directing. You better cut these last couple of minutes. In fact, I want you to send me the copy of the edited interview for me to approve before you upload it. Promise me or I won't give you permission for anything. Fine. So what do you think it means? Oh, it means that someone's going to get their fucking face kicked in once I figure out who it was. Uh, make sure you... Yeah, yeah, I'll cut it from the upload. You don't have to keep reminding me. Well, I guess I have to spend my afternoon getting quotes for fucking glass repair now. Sorry, I'm going to have to cut this short. That's okay. I think I've got what I need. Thanks for helping me out. No worries. Can you turn that thing off now? Yeah. River. You realise there's a chance she might never come back, right? What do you mean? She's alive. Well, yeah, I, I certainly hope that's true, but you need to accept the fact that Harmony's she... coming back. Yeah, I mean, she probably will, but... You're being you... suppressive. Hey, do not call me that. I don't want you affecting me with your suppressive energy. River, get a fucking hold of yourself. I'm trying to be realistic. And listen, uh, uh, again, I'm sorry about lashing out before. You should have told me first. But really, I probably owe you. What for? Well, you realise I was initially the lead suspect, right? You never told me that. Well, not exactly the kind of thing I want to broadcast. It's not like I had a motive or intent, but I was the last one to see her. Lewis hates me. And I'm the boyfriend. You know what they say, it's always the boyfriend. I was getting hammered with hate mail for a while there. I had to redirect all my mail to a P.O. box, stop checking my email. Things have died down a bit, but I still get the odd bit of vitriol, as you can see from the fucking broken glass all over the place. Just because the police have dropped their investigation doesn't mean they've appeased the pitchfork-waving lynch mobs. Hopefully now that you've found evidence that suggests she's still alive, this shit will finally stop happening. So, I guess it's time for me to figure out how to move on. Why does everyone keep saying that? What? Move on. 
Moving on is what you do when your goldfish dies. Well, in my family, we just swapped it for a new goldfish and the kids were none the wiser. I think I was 16 before I realised it was weird that little Goldie was supposedly the same age as me. That's not what I'm talking about. Everyone's still talking about her like she's dead, even though I've shown everyone proof that she's still alive. Oh, well, proof is a strong word. What? Like I said, no one's happier than me that she's been declared missing rather than dead. But all you have is one blurry photo of a pregnant woman in sunglasses who, yeah, looks vaguely like Harmony with a cheap cut and She's color. not dead. I really, really, really hope that's true. But we have to be realistic. There's the possibility that she is. Or that she's alive and she doesn't necessarily want to be- She is alive and she is coming home. Come on, man. Don't be like that. She- My friends, I'm glad I have you as my eyes and ears. You can see what I'm up against. But love conquers all odds. Now that you've heard this, you have a few more pieces of the puzzle. Keep that information coming. Together we can find her. I'm going to head home and upload this, and then tomorrow I'm going to Mulaney to talk to Officer Lewis. Love and light. Thank you so much for listening. You know how much we appreciate it and love you with all of our hearts and some of our other organs. Now, I want to quickly tell you about our wonderful, magnificent sponsors, Poison to Pen Press. They do the same thing as us, which is make great mystery stories. The one I want to talk to you about right now is Easy Errors by Stephen F. Havel. This is the 22nd Posadas Country Mystery. I wish I'd written 22 books. That's crazy. That's so many books. I don't know how this guy does it. But it is a prequel to the prequel of the series, which I believe is called a pre-prequel. One Perfect Shot explores the younger Gasner, introduces Sheriff Eduardo Salciodo, I think I nailed that pronunciation, and traces the development of series stalwarts. Bookless Magazine says, fans of the long-running series will be drawn to the backstory here. They will respond to the qualities that have made this series so appealing over the years. Meticulous plotting, multi-dimensional characters, sharp dialogue, and a vivid sense of place. This is one of the very best entries in a consistently excellent series. So that sounds pretty good to me. If you like the sound of that, go and check out Easy Errors by Stephen F. Havel and the entire Posadas Country Mystery series. You're going to love it! Today's episode was written by J.M. Ellen. That's me. Production, editing, sound design, and direction by Jessica McGaw, as well as myself. Our actors were the sensational Tom Yaxley, the sonorous Liam Soden, the splendid Jessica McGaw, the spectacular Melanie Zanetti, and the sultry Robert Zozars. If you liked what you heard, please, please, please rate us on iTunes or wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts, or you could be extra kind and consider sponsoring us at Patreon. If you look up Six Cold Feet on Patreon, you will find us there. We would surely appreciate it. Thank you, as always, for listening, and we are very excited to see you again next week. Baby and six cold feet are ground.